What's going on, everyone? Episode 45. Uh, it is Chris here. As always, I'm with Navik. How are you today, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm living. I'm super happy to be here right now. As always, we have a pretty great episode lined up for uh, for all you floppers out there. Um, but yeah, as always, we figure we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about some stuff that we, uh, we were excited to kind of get into um, as big Childish Gambino fans, we were really excited to uh, share a little bit about what we thought about this video that just came out. Um, Vivek, man, yeah, please, please lay it on me. So I thought it was amazing, of course. I obviously didn't take in, like, the 90 layers. Yeah, <laughs> and counting. Has. Like, still, people are counting different things. Like, I just heard when he's on top of the car, there's supposed to be something in the distance that represents, like, um, him being hung. Wow. So there's, like, a faint string or something there and i didn't see it but people are saying that they've seen that but um yeah i've seen a a lot more positive than negative the only negative i've seen is uh or i've heard of is when he shoots the church the church choir choir yeah Mm -hmm. uh what do you think about that like what was your reaction when you saw that uh as soon as i saw i was like oh shit that is 100 percent referencing the Charleston shooting. Um, that was without a doubt. The, the, my, on my first view, I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, and of course, my, yeah, I was I was a bit shocked just because I was like, "Damn, uh, that's like a very uh, heavy imagery for a lot of people." Um, but yeah, I, I think to to kind of like add to that, something that I read probably that night was like, "Hey, uh, something Gamino might not have considered is that uh, there were a lot of people who survived." that shooting in that church um, who are potentially fans of your music uh, and they could have watched that and be taken to like a very, 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 very dark place uh, upon seeing that. Um, and perhaps, uh, I, I guess, you know, this will be debated until the end of time, but it's just like, oh, you know, of course, some kind of artistic messages is, is trying to be brought on here, but uh, the consideration or like the the very intense trauma that someone might have gone through or post-traumatic stress disorder that someone might have gone through while watching that is, you know, something that he should have taken more into consideration. Uh, Also, some people are questioning that, you know, why is a black man shooting these black people? Right, right, right. What is the the symbolism that maybe we're not understanding, right? Why didn't he get a white guy to shoot them? Things like that. And other people, I think I heard this, I listened to a lot of podcasts that were talking about this this week. Yeah. I think it was Brilliant Idiots, but they mentioned that the reactions to that. Mm-hmm. So the normal reaction is your reaction, my reaction. Like I was really like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Right. But some people say when they watch um, YouTubers, like white YouTubers, like um, their their uh, what do you call it? Those like oh, reaction X reacts to yeah, yeah. yeah. So they react to the videos, and instead of going, "Oh shit," they go, "Whoa, that's awesome!" <laughs> like you're fuck, kidding me. That's that's amazing. Whoa. Oh, they'll be like, yeah, but they'll have like some satisfaction. Like that little Super bit. Super trippy. And that's too, and that kind of brings me back to when uh, Dave Chappelle left to go to Africa. And he left because he made a joke in one of his skits and this white guy laughed so hard, like way harder than everybody else's. And that rubbed him the wrong way. Right. It's kind of like how people, white people laughing or not laughing, but how they react to that specific right. moment. Right. Um, yeah, very, very uh, or important that you say that because I think um, something that I've very much heard in like conversation in passing, uh, someone bring up was like, "Hey, um, 
did game did I mean this is a, this is a question that I don't necessarily have an answer to. Um, and to anyone listening, we would certainly love to hear from you. We could uh, tell us on our curious cat uh, what you think. Curious cat uh, me forward slash hot to football or even message us uh, on our Instagrams too, because uh, we're cu- very curious to know. Do you think Gambino made this video for black people, or do you think he made this for white people? And of course, that's this is like a binary that I'm that I'm willingly or or consciously throwing out there. Um, because obviously there's more than just white and black people watching this video, but uh, very evidently um, a lot of the imagery and a lot of the things that he references are in reference to the relationship that black people in America have with white folk. Um, And, you know, yeah, watching this video or seeing a lot of what he shares in this video or even on a lyrical front, it's like, hey, you know, is this video for white people to, to watch it and reflect and feel some type of way about this imagery? Um, Or conversely, is it, you know, was it, uh, well, yeah, was it for a lot of black people to watch it, to celebrate a lot of what's in this video? Because something that um, someone else has also mentioned is like, hey, you know, like this video, like there's like, you know, there's scenes of like pr- police brutality. There's like people running away from like shit that's on fire. There's this shooting that kind of happens. But like amidst it all, there's also a core of like young black boys and girls who are like dancing like unbelievably mm-hmm. well throughout the process um you know and people argue hey this is perhaps some imagery or kind of like a metaphor for the fact that like throughout this madness and throughout this uh like oppression that we face like we continue to dance we continue to to push our culture forward we continue to push mainstream cultures forward um through the adversity so a lot so much so much to consider and and uh yeah i, I imagine gambino is just kind of like sitting back in his chair just like wriggling his fingers uh like giddy because this is his plan all along perhaps um but yeah to those who are listening we would certainly love to know what you think we have one question in currently in our curious cat uh inbox because everyone who listens doesn't listen to us when we say ask us questions, obviously you ask at your own discretion, but uh, hey, please, you know, Navik and I are just connoisseurs of knowledge. Uh, <laughs> I like he said, connoisseurs of knowledge. Knowledge. Uh, yeah, because uh, <laughs> no one's. Hey, con- what do you do for a living? I'm a connoisseur of knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Your like chin just, gr- yeah, just grows and becomes far more rigid, as you say. Yeah, seriously. Yes, we are connoisseurs of knowledge, and uh, we care to uh, answer all of your burning questions. But the one question that we have currently sitting in our inbox is uh, for Nivek and I to give us our hottest takes right now, um, which is super vague and also dangerous because uh, some uh, some very hot takes could be shared here. But I'm going to get Nivek to start, and then maybe I'll share one as well. Yeah, I guess we'll go back and forth. We'll do a couple. Yeah. Uh, mine, I mean, I, they're not that spicy. Like, it's okay. I guess I, I genuinely believe that Kyle will be like a superstar. Oh, it's like super duper Kyle. Yeah. Okay, he's Very destined soon. for yeah. Sometimes we uh we forget that like people are slow burners. Um, you know, yeah. uh, in this episode we we talk a little bit. I won't get too into it, but we talk about Anderson Pack a little bit. Prime example of a slow burner. Um, super duper Kyle again, someone who's existed for at least the past six seven years. As an artist, um, as I've been emerging as an artist, I should say, but uh, potentially on the verge for for stardom. Uh, that is definitely a hot take. To those listening, tell us what you think. Who do you think is maybe a uh, a slow burner, someone who's really going to enter uh, superstardom? 
My hot take, which is probably not that much of a hot take, uh, is actually just a bold prediction. Um, I think Daniel Caesar is going to be on Drake's uh, new album, Scorpion. Um, I don't really have that much reasoning why. Uh, it's just a bold guess, and it goes one of two ways. He's either on or he isn't, so I really have nothing to lose here. Um, oh, Krish, I think we have a snippet. Do you want to play that snippet? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we'll play it right now. It's, it's actually um, Drake's song... Sixteen in the backyard, featuring Daniel Caesar. That's right. Yo, play it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll play it. People, whoa, I got a six shawty in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. And she sang into me while I speak to her. Yeah. Am I? And that's all we got from the snippet. Um, yeah, that was, it was super hard to get, but let us tell you, not only are we really excited, uh, maybe it's not a bold prediction because we have this snippet now, so who knows, you know. Um, but either way, that's my, my bold prediction or my hot take. That's probably the only one I've ever got, though. Oh, okay. Um, those are all the hot takes we're going to share because Nivek and I don't have, actually, Nivek has a lot more hot takes than I do, but. I mean, like, I've I've said most of them, like, 20 times on the podcast. Like, <laughs> That's right. My second one was going to be, I just pulled out, it was about to be like, oh, yeah, um, mm, Fantasy is the best album of all time, followed by Blonde. Okay. Fantasy short for My Beautiful Dark Twisted. Right, right, right. Yes, these are these are, are known hot takes, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any, unfortunately. Or maybe I'm just too scared to share them. Who knows? This episode that we have lined up uh, is one that we're super excited to share about because it was with a up-and-coming and super young uh, singer and songwriter by the name of Shanika, uh, who hails from Scarborough, Ontario, and has a project called Infatuation uh, that you can find on all streaming platforms as well as SoundCloud, um, and also has a really, really catchy song um, called Tides currently out as well. Uh, that we encourage everyone to go listen to. This episode was super fun for the two of us. Um, as always, one, to sit down with uh, a fellow Thummel person, um, but also because we got to gain uh, more insights into, you know, what it's like to, to write songs, what it's like to, uh, you know, be a part of a YouTube generation who, you know, find a lot of influence in or found a lot of inspiration by just watching YouTube or being on YouTube and listening to musicians and stuff like that. Um, and of course, just to uh, sit down with someone who we're not only fans of, but we're really excited to hear more from in the near future. So hope you enjoy this episode. This is episode 45 with Shanika. Heart What's going on, everyone? Episode 45 of High Top Flip Flops. It is I, Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thumbel Hemingway, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Mr. Date Girl with you, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little, a.k.a. It's Not You, It's Not Me. We're just going through a tough time right now. As always, I'm with my co-host, Navek. Hey, it's Navek, a.k.a. Navape, a.k.a. The Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Mr. Run Up To Your Girl, Say Hello, Then Run Away, a.k.a. Young Couch, and we have a, a special guest here today. Today we have with us a very talented singer and songwriter named Shanika. Shanika, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? We're living, <laughs> man. We just finished long days at work, but, you know, we're super happy to be sitting down with you and uh, chatting with you today. Thanks. Thank you for coming through from Scarborough, from no Malvern. problem. Pulled up. 
we're here. We're so excited because uh, we get to bring back our favorite segment, which we've only ever had once on the show before, mm. called Scarborough Talk. Scarborough Talk. <laughs> Shout out our sponsor, OPP. Uh, or oh, OTT, OTT Legal. I'm oh, so OT, sorry. It's never uh, OPP. It's <laughs> always OTT Legal. It's never OPP. That's right. But they can bring down the prices a bit. It <laughs> <laughs> would be so tight if, we, if they sponsored us and gave us like a, a code. Like 10%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, 10% off the next time you're texting and driving, you sickos. Um, but hey, we, we had to bring up Scarborough Talk because we always got to ask what your Scarborough experience has been like growing up. All, all that you've seen, all you've been. Um, for those who are from the area, might be familiar with uh, Malvern or this one particular neighborhood or area in Scarborough. Um, from those who are, for those who are listening who are not from the area, uh, this is just one one corner of of the wide universe <laughs> that is Scarborough. Um, so please, lay it on us real quick. What is What does Malvern look like to you? What it looks like? I yeah. guess because it was like my home, right? So I kind of just, I never like took it in until I guess like growing up and kind of everything, oh, I'm from Malvern, oh, I'm from Scarborough, blah, blah, right, blah. Right. blah. So it's kind of like the hood, kind of in a way. I <laughs> okay, guess like I don't, I don't think of it as the hood, but I guess like people out of Scarborough think of it because I think it's like just where I grew up. It's like my my place, right? Right, right, right. But like whenever I meet people out of Scarborough, they always think of it like, oh, the hood. That's where like the shit goes down. In blah, blah. in Malvern in particular, or just Scarborough in general. Uh, I think Scarborough in general, Malvern specifically. That's just wow. Like, Why do you think it gets that rep? I don't even know. I guess just like the way people move there, <laughs> like. How do people move? Break it down for us, because yeah, we're we're um, Scarborough anthropologists right here. You know, we're just trying to understand. <laughs> I've actually done my dissertation <laughs> on Scarborough. Really? really yeah. uh, so I know this well. I don't know. I guess it's just we have our own culture, like the way we talk, the way like just the way we act. I guess the way we dress. In a way, okay, so. okay. This is good. This is listen. This is why we have Scarborough talk because we need to know. We need to know about the nuances, you know? Yeah, like people people say, you know, there's Harlem in New York, <laughs> there's Scarborough in Toronto. <laughs> Same, you know, we have the best swag. Exactly. You know the best spots. <laughs> <laughs> We're the best what? dancing. Okay, for dancing. sure. Yeah, Navik knows, uh, knows all about dancing, don't you? Uh, I can do the the shoot. Oh, yeah, you can? Quite well. Boy, yeah, so proud of you, learned. man. <laughs> you just learned but it. I have no rhythm, though. I tried. Have you guys tried doing that? Yeah. Shoots? Is that like the... Which dance is that? Uh, it's the one where you yank your arm oh, and your like foot the, at the same time. The Drake thing, right? That's right. Yes. Look Alive yes. video. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm, um, you gotta perfect that one. <laughs> that's you right. don't have rhythm, it's very hard. You can't pull up at Luxie's without the shoot dance, man. That's a... Oh. <laughs> man, you show, you show up at Luxie's, you don't do the shoot right. Oh, man. A lot of things are gonna happen to you. That's right. You're gonna end up on Vern Block. That's what's gonna happen to you. He mentions Vern Block because <laughs> I remember... A guy wanted to fight me. He said, yo, don't ever come on Vern Block. He was speaking about Malvern. Whoa. Yeah, someone actually said that to me. <laughs> That's wild. Wow. Vern Block. But you, you briefly mentioned Malvern being home for you uh, and kind of being the place that you grew up. Uh, so are you kind of curious to know in, in, in what ways, how, or if at all, you feel like it's been a good place for you to uh, to kind of exercise or, or get more into singing? You know, is it is it where you have always grown up? Is it where you started singing or first kind of were introduced mm. to singing? I feel like I was, like, I feel like everyone always, like, has been singing from, like, like, you know, from time, but mm -hmm. I feel like when I figured out, like, I kind of sounded good, I guess, mm -hmm. was, like, in elementary school for sure, um, but yeah, I don't think it's because me being in Melbourne kind of, like, I yeah, for sure. me, like, like, um, being introduced to the internet, too, and, like, finding YouTube, I was Word. able to, like, 
find more music and right. artists and stuff like that. So I always sing. Mm-hmm. But then I figured out, like, I actually sound good, like, I think grade four or five, actually. Kind of hit you. Yeah, because, like, we sang for, like, I think it was, like, just for fun. Like, me and my friends would sing. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of realized, oh, I kind of... <laughs> the rest I, of these guys I, are I tone deaf. Like <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. going on here? Yeah, and then, like, we had some... Uh, a classmate like she actually we like sang waving flag or something like that for Whoa, yeah it was like a... yeah it was like for like an ass- I don't even know what remember what it's for but I remember it was like four of us and then one girl like listened to us and she's like oh Shanika like you sound good <laughs> that's kind of like, oh, good maybe I can sing like <laughs> wow that's amazing yeah. and were you uh we always have to have to ask too were you ever like enrolled in like singing classes or anything like that when you were super young um I went to like Sungi the class yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Like, tell more people like, mm-hmm. I go to that but. I feel like that was never, like, my style, yeah. I feel like. Like, I I remember a music teacher telling me she's, like, oh, she saw, like, potential in me or whatever. But right. I guess I, it wasn't my type of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, my way. Of course, know. yeah. You know, a lot of times, um, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but sometimes uh, it can, those kind of ideas of, like, you know, maybe, like, a sound or, or a practice not mm-hmm. being the ones that we are most kind of um, in tune with can come from like just like the environment that we're in too right like mm-hmm. maybe the person who's teaching it uh sometimes is just like not making you excited about it. i think i think yeah. it's fair to to put a bit of responsibility on our teachers right mm-hmm. um so yeah i i always curious to know because sometimes that ain't motivates people to like keep singing mm-hmm. or keep going or oftentimes it's like yo i need to be on like a as you said like a completely different wave or like keep kind of experimenting mm-hmm. but did those classes give you um some kind of like confidence to to at least just like seeing like outside of of the home um yeah in a way it did because i realized it wasn't just like my own family that thinks i can sing you right. know what i mean like i right. got to like my teachers like even the students kind of like i guess told me like oh like you have a nice voice or whatever right, but, right, right. um yeah but with that like those classes i kind of felt like i was kind of for forced to be in it because i just had like family and stuff that like kind of like went to those classes and mm-hmm. stuff like that and they're like you know what i mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. but i kind of knew right away that it wasn't like my style but of course i just i just continued going on to it and then i just ended up stopping of course um were you just killing everybody <laughs> just killing everybody the <laughs> thing is like you. i wasn't even yeah like i was just chill but like i was it wasn't i never ever took it in as a oh i'm better than them until like my teacher told me like you know what i mean she'd always gas me up all the time so <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, like I never ever take it. Oh yeah, like I'm killing this person because I'm always like insecure anyway about everything. Fair, that's okay. You yeah. know, it's it's tough to uh, to seek validation on our own sometimes, right? Uh, it's funny that you mentioned your your family members also being enrolled in a lot of these classes. Mm-hmm. Something that I mentioned to you and I'll mention to our viewers. Uh, he might even be listening to this episode. A friend of the show named Karthik uh, is, happens to be related to you. Yeah. And Karthik cousin. is uh, your first cousin. Yeah, is my it? first. Okay, cousin. unreal. Um, Fun fact here, Karthik and I used to go to Mirlangam classes together, which is a uh, South Indian slash Sri Lankan drum uh, way back in the day. And he was the first person to introduce me to metal music, actually. Who are you guys listening to? Kill, Murder, Death? Or, <laughs> or Suicide, Kill Me Now? Okay, wow. Uh, neither of those bands, because neither of those exist. But you know what? It's cool, man. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> uh, but that's super cool. And that, that kind of goes into our next question, too, is like, is... is is music a, a really big part of your family, whether immediate or even extended? Is it something that a lot of you kind of bond over and, and you know, shares, like, an experience together? Mm, I feel like, yeah, especially, like, my dad's side. That's how I'm related to Karthik because mm-hmm. my dad and his mom are, like, siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, I always, I kind of grew up 
kind of like seeing that too because like they all played instruments like my cousin sang as well played piano drums like everything like that so i kind of like was exposed to it but i guess like we bonded over like yeah like we'd play tracks and stuff like that we'd like connect about artists Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah it was just it wasn't something like we bonded like heavily over but yeah it was like a common thing i guess because we're used to like we all knew like we all were like into music and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so it's just like a casual yeah yeah yeah, for sure what did your parents play in the house or not? Uh, they always played like Tamil music. To Word. be honest, I like discovered everything on my own. Like fair, all fair. the shit I listened to. You'd mentioned the internet too. I mean, I I'm just gonna assume that YouTube mm-hmm. was kind of like this primary source for you to kind of yeah. like explore a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Was there? Um, so I feel like everyone kind of has their like one artist on on YouTube in particular who they like find or like they learn about on YouTube before, mm. like, a bunch of other shit kind of pops out. Is there one artist for you who you were, like, you were subscribed to and you were hooked to and you were following them on, like, their vlogs and all that shit from, uh, from a, a good start? I feel like there's a lot, actually. Weird. But one person that comes to my mind was actually SZA. Weird. Because I had this whole phase in high school of, like, discovering new music because I was mm-hmm. kind of, like, I used to be kind of, like, basically listening to mainstream shit all the time. But <laughs> then, like, I had this phase of, like, oh, like, there's so much more, you know what I mean? Right. So then I found SZA, like, her Z her ZZ album like, mm-hmm. that dropped like 2012 and like no one really knew about her at That's that right. time and I found a track and then I remember I didn't even know how she looked so I was like kind of always following her and like I knew about her right and right. then she blew up like after control so I was like that's crazy seriously like, yeah who else I feel like Steve Lacey kind of like mm-hmm. um yeah I've been like listening to him from time to like, right. and he's been like blowing up more of course Honestly, I feel like there's been a lot, like Sabrina Claudio, but mm-hmm. there's this whole like yeah. you know, yeah. that racist <laughs> shit, like that yeah. broke my heart. Yeah. Like I've been following her since like her SoundCloud wow. YouTube covers, yeah. And then she like made it right, so it's like I'm always like, I f- you know, it's like someone you've been kind of looking up to, you know, for sure. And you see them like blow up, make it. It kind of gives me inspiration too. But after yeah. that whole race, whatever went down, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yo, speak to Sabri- Sabrina real quick. You got any Sabrina words? Sabrina man. <laughs> Come on. She like, listens. She listens. You're like a minority it? too. <laughs> yeah, she sussed Not it. Not cool. Yeah, Wait, she sussed it. How old were you when you were like discovering all this cool music? It's like grade ten. So I was like, what am I, sixteen? Mm-hmm. Like fifteen, wow. sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just had this whole. I literally like went on YouTube and stuff, and I found all these like low key artists, and I like opened opened my mind up to like whole new like side of music. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny that you mentioned those two artists in, in particular, SZA yeah. and Steve Lacey, because um. I guess what is kind of wild as to what you're mentioning is like, you know, when SZA put out that project, um, that was like for like a lot of like deep hip hop heads, that was like a super exciting time because that was when um, she got signed to TDE as like Mm. as like the first woman being signed to TDE. And just generally speaking with like these larger hip hop labels, you know, at the time you have like MMG, Odd Future coming Mm. out, the ASAP group, all these different groups. Um, She pretty much was like the only woman who was like being signed and being brought on and being like included. Um, so that was like a, a, a really, really big moment when that happened, which mm. I think is super cool. Um, you know, I know Nivek was very similar to you and Susan. Nivek was like that with Justin Bieber before he he popped as well. Justin Bieber. <laughs> That's Bieber. what we was calling him back then. <laughs> before like... <laughs> no, no, I'm just oh, playing. Sorry. No, just no actually... Oh, yeah? Yeah. You went to Stratford to watch his... Is busking. <laughs> I've seen some of the YouTube stuff. Oh, yeah? seen the potential in one time. I knew he'd one day create that album that with a terrible cover art. <laughs> that, it was a great album, but, man, it was so weird, that cover art. <laughs> which, which? Oh, yeah, all right. 
<laughs> you emailed him before, uh, what's his current manager? Scooter Braun? <laughs> is that his name? It was like Larry, uh, <laughs> yeah. who worked at the Best Buy over there. Right. And uh, he dropped him, obviously, <laughs> once he blew up. But um, <laughs> it's always interesting, like, uh, when I find out people who make, like, dope music, when they started listening to dope mm-hmm. music. Because most of, like, I don't make any music, but I started listening to, like, different stuff in, like, ninth grade. I don't know how... How old are you? When yeah, you probably probably 12, 13, 14, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably when you're most impressionable or like yeah. most open to new ideas, I suppose. Um, someone that I that comes to mind for me is Anderson Pack. Because um, he used to he used to go by a different name. He used to go by the name Breezy Lovejoy. Wow. Um, and he used to have like dreadlocks all the way like down to his butt. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like kind of a part of a collective, but just like worked with uh, a few of these other like, at the time, uh, YouTube kind of successful hip-hop artists like dumbfounded and wax like a bunch of them made this like group called knock steady um and i very much think of that's the first one that comes to mind when i think of like an artist that i was like stuck waiting yeah. for like new videos mm-hmm. and, and new ideas um that's super wild like we can do an episode basically on just on anderson back yeah yeah, like, yeah i remember that comment like what was it like 10 years we're being discovered like that talent yeah seriously so wild. super super long and then you get signed to to dr dre which is amazing um i guess that kind of go, comes into our, our next question too for is for you in terms of um when it comes to making your own music uh obviously we, we want to jump into that right after but um are there like are, is there like an album or are there artists that you ever kind of uh listen to as like reference points for you in terms of understanding how people have gone about songwriting or just putting music mm. together in general um so like i said before sizzle was one person mm-hmm. because like control was the i feel like the lyrics in control were just crazy yeah. like super like real Agreed. so like i just you just feel you know what i mean like she's so real with the lyrics you know mm. just said things like how i thought of it was like she said these things and like that you, feelings that you don't even know how to put in words kind of thing right. you know what i'm saying um, her, I feel like, oh, Talia the creator, kind of, because I feel okay. like, I just feel like he just, I don't know, it's not, it's, it's kind of different from, like, my vibe, but in a way, his lyrics are really real, I guess. Right, so raw. inspires me. Georgia Smith, she's really good, too. Yeah. I like her lyrics. Did you get to uh, see her perform over the weekend? Um, I actually seen her last year. Nice. In August, yeah. That okay. was, like, more, like, low-key. That's right. It's cheaper, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, She yeah. just got, like... Whew, she just blew up. That's right. right that's right. Um, I feel like it was that on my mind song that yeah. helped her. Helped her. Really that actually up. dropped the day of her concert. No like, way. That I went. Yeah, I remember. Like I saw her Instagram. She dropped that track. Wow. And she performed it. Like, she performed it live too. Yeah. Wow. At first, when I listened to, it, it was kind of like. Mm, it's a different vibe, like, right? Yeah, but then it like catches on to. Yeah, exactly. Um, super wild too, because that's like, those are like club anthem or those that those beats are like Predida, for example. That producer is like legendary, legendary UK. Um, producers, just that sound is like so, and that's the the same kind of transition we're seeing with grime music in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming to North America and like it's becoming more palatable to to the West, or not even just the West, but North America specifically. Um, where like less than like a decade ago, mm-hmm. if people heard grime music in North America, they're like, "Yo, this is whack shit," yeah. um, which is wild. I mean, that's what just happens, right? People, as we kind of talk about, people just open up to new ideas, and more often than not, it starts with young people who are willing yeah. to give something a listen and kind of give it a try like a common thing after exactly um now i was on your your soundcloud and i noticed so you did a cover of redbone yeah and you also did a cover of uh so into you by yeah. tamia which childish gambino yeah also did a cover of. <laughs> yeah. are you a fan of 
Gambino at all? Yeah, yeah. That's actually someone that I forgot to mention. Yeah. Hey, no worries. Gambino, yeah, he's great. Like Kawhi, like I remember that. I bumped that shit twenty five <laughs> so much, but I think he like always changes his like style kind of, but it yeah. always like works. You know, like um, what's that? Oh, I forgot what his recent album is called. The last one, Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that was like super different compared to like Kawhi and stuff like Complete that. Complete switch. Yeah, but it was, it was chill. Red Bull and that's that's a banger off. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned always kind of changing up his style. Sometimes we see with like really big artists uh, just catering towards like what is popular right now, mm. um, which is something that he doesn't do. He like he'll try something completely new, but yeah. it's still um, it's still unique in comparison to mm-hmm. what we hear, which is a hundred percent that album, right? More funk and like more soul kind of influence. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Big fans of of both of these covers as well, and, and we're even more curious to know what uh, or how you feel about the the This Is America. What do you think of that song? Um, or the video as well. It's real life. Like that's basically like I feel people look at it. I know like a lot of people are saying, "Oh, this is like so negative." Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm like, he's just displaying basically what literally is happening in America. Mm. Like you know, yep. he just put in like what three minute video and like he just summed it up in a three minute video and i was like it's crazy like, yeah. it was so it was so real like just like all the other artists like i was saying were real like it's telling the truth you know mm-hmm. so i thought it was it was really like emotional to it kind of in a way because it's it sucks you know that it's still something that's going on in america i guess that's right. not even just america i feel like it goes around still like all over the world you mm-hmm. know so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so many so many layers to that one as well that they're like you can keep unpacking and keep unpacking. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough one, but so excited to see what what music we get from him um, in the in the very near future. I think. Uh, but let's 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 come back to uh, to your music in particular. Um, there's like a there's a lot that we'd like to cover, but we'll start with um, the kind of like full body project that you put out. Was it last year that you put it out? Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually this year. Okay, it was earlier yeah. this year. Okay, and it was called, it's called Infatuation, yeah. correct? Okay, perfect. L- walk us through this project. Work. Uh, we very curious to know when you, uh, when you even started, like when you mm-hmm. started putting together this project. Um, the thing is, it's actually funny. It's like, it wasn't even like supposed to be a project type of thing. Okay. It's kind of like, I, oh, I started making like my own original tracks right. and I would like post them on SoundCloud. Um, but then, through, like, every time, like, I'd post something, people would always be like, oh, like, can you post it on Apple Music, Spotify, mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, yeah, but, like, I didn't want to, it seemed, like, too complicated at the time. Like, because right. it was during, like, end, grade 12, yeah, that I started to kind of make my own music and stuff. But then after, I, like, I noticed this year I was getting more, like, support, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, let me just take, like, a originals that i made and put it into like a <laughs> like a whole yeah 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 project. a co- uh, yeah, yeah, project super exactly random i just that's it it was like last minute i was like oh let me just post it all as like an album okay EP, whatever you no way yeah that's a, i mean for the most part that sounds like a very like stressless uh yeah. kind of like process you know mm-hmm. which oftentimes when people put out projects or just put out any music you know there's like a there's this kind of like yeah anxiety or kind of like yeah pressure that that kind of comes with it, but it sounds like it was the complete opposite for you. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and in terms of like in terms of the the kind of content or the things that you write about, 
Uh, do you think that there were any correlation between what you wrote about? Do you feel like every song was isolated in that, in in terms of what you wrote them about? I mean, each song. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm, I feel like all the songs, like, on Infatuation, they're all, like, love songs, I okay. guess. Like, just, like, happy, like, love songs. Or, like, songs kind of about, like, when you crush on someone type of stuff. Right, right, right. So I guess that's yeah. the correlation. Right. <laughs> but, and, yeah. And has songwriting always been, like, a, an easy process for you? To be honest, it was never, like, something. It was kind of like random. It just I never thought that I would ever like. I never. It was never something that I was like, oh, I want to like start writing. Right. It kind of just when I started making my own stuff or playing around. Right. It just came to me, I guess. Like I okay. just like I feel like I always like made up random lyrics in my head. So right, just, right. Whatever sounded cool. Just, Put like, it in the iPhone down. notes real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was yeah. not something I thought about too much. I Fair. Guess. Yeah. Again, something that uh, is. Oftentimes, the polar opposite for a lot of people, you know, it's something you can kind of get caught mm-hmm. up in. Um, yeah, very cool. And for the most, or from my understanding, too, uh, these are songs that you've produced as well. Is that correct? Or at yeah. least on Infatuation? Yeah. Okay, cool. And how long have you been working with, like, digital audio workshops? Is that something that you decided to kind of pick up as soon as you started getting into singing as well? Or is it something that uh, was, like, a little bit delayed? It's actually after I got my microphone. Like, True. my mom <laughs> for Christmas got me, like, a microphone. Nice. So then that's how I started. Like, if you see my SoundCloud, it starts off with a bunch of covers, right? right? So, like, I that's how I started off. And then... Um, I guess like one day I was like I want to make my own music so I just started fucking around with GarageBand nice and that's basically it I just started from there putting it on through that way and is that something that you kind of hope to to keep working on and keep kind of doing in terms of producing your own music Mm, yeah I want I want to get better because I don't like there's a whole bunch of things to like know about producing like I don't consider myself a producer because I don't right. know mixing masters yeah. shit. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A I just, whole different game. Yeah, yeah. I was just messing around with like instruments on. I want to learn about it, I guess. But like lately, I've been kind of working with other people. Right. Because I feel like maybe like people that are a little bit more better than me, I can like, it's, I don't know. I feel like they could just make it sound better. Right. More, more well versed, I suppose, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you produce uh, the intro song to Space? Yeah. That's a really great song, though. That's Super like good song. That was like my first original song. It was like two inches. No way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, whole project is very good. And uh, yeah, as you kind of briefly mentioned, the whole project is on all streaming platforms. Is that correct? Yes. Spotify, Apple Music. Like even those low-key ones that no one uses. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah LimeWire, too. Like, I'm like, is that <laughs> even a street? Like, what? Oh, yes. yeah. How you got around the LimeWire is beyond me. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Really it just... About what I use it just stream to like yeah. set all these like, <laughs> super cool yeah. um, so for those who are listening please go check out this project Infatuation by Shanika we'll make sure to link it in this episode as well um, you very briefly spoke about uh, working with producers or working with people who maybe can get their ideas or even your ideas out into to music a little bit better um, and a product of that I think was the song Tides that you did mm-hmm. with Govey um, Gavi, yeah. Sorry, how do you pronounce Ga- it? Gavi. Gavi. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Because uh, Gavi is a local legend. He's from Ajax, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and has gotten behind like a lot of really, really good songs. He did a song with Tyler J. Santos as well. Yeah, um, amazing. Tyler's a, Tyler's a good friend of ours. Um, and we oh, love yeah. all those guys. You have one in the... In the what vault? They in the vault? In the with vault. Tyler? In the vault. No, <laughs> I don't know. He was like there like when I went, met up, met up with uh, Niall. Right. Gavi. He told me, oh, there's this guy that's like, he like writes lyrics, like he can help you. So that ended up being Tyler. Right on. So then, yeah, he helped me write Tides. Amazing. So yeah, he was chill too. I like, 
I guess we're like connected friends. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, a good uh, that's amazing. Tyler's a yeah, he's super talented. Tyler's the best. Yeah, um, and that's amazing that you guys are all connected. And that, what that collaborative process is like for you? You know, is it something that you've done quite a bit of? Was this one of your your first times kind of mm. experimenting with it? Yeah, this is my like first time, um, like meeting up with like I guess working with someone else because right. everything was like infatuation all like on my own like in my room yeah 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 so, just you a laptop in a room yeah basically and then yeah it was like my first project with other people I for think. sure mm-hmm. it turned out super great just in time for this lovely weather i think it's a yeah. it's a great song <laughs> yeah banger. yeah so exactly all my friends are saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing it's also nice to to know that your your friends in uh are behind it you have a friend with us uh, in the room right now you want to introduce him real quick yes this is my friend mike it's my best friend. he's holding it down on the couch real quick yeah. There for everything. He was there the first time I went to meet up with Nile. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> was he uh, one of the people that you sang with in fourth grade, and you could tell no, he was tone deaf? I met him in high school. I ended up going to like a Catholic high school, okay. so it's like t- different people. Okay, right on, right yeah. on. Um, well, yeah. Thanks for uh, joining us here, Mike. <laughs> um, super, uh, super cool that you got to work with both Nile. You got to work with Tyler as well. Um, what do you feel, or, or who are some people that you know? Whether it's long shot or where you whether you think it's it's something that's that's really feasible, who are uh, some potential people that you'd love to collaborate with? Cool. <laughs> Hit us with the list, please. Um, Speak it into existence. I don't know, like just like in anyone. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like for sure Steve Lacey. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like he's like close to my age too, and like he started off like kind of like me, I guess, like just fucking around, fucking around GarageBand on his phone on though, his phone too, which yeah. is like crazy. Um, so I feel like I would be able to like relate to him, I guess, because mm-hmm. he kind of just started just messing around too. When I feel like some people kind of started with like producers by their side, you know what right. I mean? We're whizzing through this, which is amazing. Um, we have a segment called Soup of the Day. Uh, Soup of the Day, which is uh, unofficially sponsored by Campbell's Soup. Uh, and it's a segment where essentially we just talk about something that made us really salty in like the past week or the past month or the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk about whatever. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you can think about it for a moment. Um, but Nivek, if you do you have one by any chance? Always have one. <laughs> always has a Soup Facts. of the Day in the locker. Always cheese. <laughs> so please, lay it on us, man. You know, this one happened about a year ago, last summer. Whoa, 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 <laughs> guy, we've recorded so many episodes <laughs> since then, and you only want to bring it up today. But it relates to this week's events, you know, oh. especially this week okay. or last week. And what happened was one time I was, I well, I picked up my mom from work at like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I was driving, so I live in, for those of you who don't know, I, I don't live in Scarborough anymore. I live in the Jacks, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Makes it the worst no one, please, no one claims it. <laughs> PSA, no one claims the Jacks, and please stop calling it the Jacks. It's called Jax. Ajax, please. Hey. F- flip the Ajax, now it's called the Jacks. <laughs> that's what an Ajax wanted to say. <laughs> that is the worst. That's um, precisely right. Thank you. What happened? So I was driving, and I cut off this dude. He's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, we also have Marisha on the sure. cut who's chilling here. Yeah, she just confirmed. No, it was with my mom. <laughs> I, it's pretty normal, uh, which is perfectly fine. This one wasn't planned. Not, this not one is, fine. It wasn't planned because I was a little uh, off the gas. Gobschmacked. But uh, perfectly fine. Coherent? <laughs> okay, sure, man. And so this guy, so I cut him off. He gets angry, calls the cops on me. Wow. What? Right. While you're driving. 
while I'm driving, I find out because of the cop car behind me. Like, why would they pull? I'm driving at like maybe 97. Like, why would he pull me over? And I'm like, so I'm like, I'm continuing driving. He's he's staying behind me. And then I I pull over, and he's like, uh, he comes out and he's like, um, are you drunk or something like that? Because somebody called in and they said somebody basically snitched on you. Said you're you're drunk or driving. And then he looks at <laughs> my mom saved me because he was he looked at my mom and he was like, um, "Is he okay?" And my mom's like, "Yes." If my mom said no, she would no longer be my mom. Snitch, <laughs> but she did not. She's a true mom. Uh, she held me down, and and then I was like, "Wow, why would he do that?" Like yeah. he's so angry. Yeah, right. what a bad dude. Yeah. That's like that white lady calling the dudes for barbecuing. Connection. Wow. Could you uh, could you elaborate on this story? The barbecuing one, sorry? Oh, yeah. So I think this was in Oakland. Yeah. And so these guys, I don't actually know if they're guys and girls or just guys. Guys Guys were having a barbecue in a park and disturbing no one. Were they colored people? Of course, yeah. They're (laughs) black people. And so this woman who looks like a woman who called the cops with um, those shades, those... uh, Oakleys? Were they like they're like sport glasses. <laughs> they're sport glasses that action like, Bronson kind of wears. Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> yeah, and she they they got a picture of her holding the cell phone. Oh my cops, god! Which now replaces the meme of the dude, the black uh, yeah, yeah, Republican yeah. holding up his holding phone. up the phone to his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, wow. and so she called the cops on them, and then they had to scram. Damn. Obviously, she's racist, mm-hmm. but she's so bothered. Mm-hmm. She's like, these people are having such a good time. These people are I using more than salt and pepper. <laughs> How could they? I'm the worst person. I need to ruin things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they do it. And obviously, they come back, actually, the next day. And there's a whole party of people that have mad barbecues in that park just to fight that woman. Yeah. That that terrible uh, situation. But, I mean, multiple situations like that happened this week. That's not the only one. Word. I think um, some girls were leaving an Airbnb and then the neighbor called the cops. Obviously, Word. the girls are black. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. they're black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally all of these stories black are connected. Bob sorry. Which is kind of why I got the attention it deserved, which is kind of sad because yeah. if mm. um, she was like a regular to, person, she was a regular yeah. person, would kind of just flew mm-hmm. under because those, like, probably a thousand of those cases happen mm-hmm. a week, yeah, and we only sure. hear five of them. But yeah, that is why I'm. Uh, cheesed um the soup is hot the soup is very hot uh thank you very much for sharing um how about you do you have any uh anything that's cheesy listen it doesn't it doesn't have to uh, to go back a whole year you know navik has definitely held this one back i'm just super glad you got it off your chest here oh man i feel like i i honestly i get like really pissed off frustrated by like littlest things fair enough one thing is i don't even (laughs) lay it on us lay it on us um so there's this like friend I had. I friend, guess. Yeah, let's say like, we'll put air quotations super, like, around. Tea, friend, this tea right now. Tea, anyone, oh man. Anyone that knows me, but um, basically I had this friend, and like we we were tight, you know, me and this person were tight. Everything's good, like my best friend, whatever. But the thing is, like, with me, like, I'm chill. Like, I'm laid back. I don't like depend on people. You know what I mean? Like, if we're hanging out, we're hanging out. Like, I don't expect you to text me every day you know what i'm saying like right. there's certain things like i can i deal with on my own because i know everyone's going through their own shit mm-hmm. um especially being out of high school too it's like a whole different world because right. yeah so then 
And basically, this friend just started to become kind of like a pain in the ass, like super, okay. also super like negative kind of. Like this guy knows what I'm. Talking about. <laughs> Mike's just casually <laughs> nodding his head like, in the nope. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, um, yeah, super like negative and like I guess like I'm just not on that wave and like I can't like I just feel like I, I'm kind of finding myself too and like I feel like I can be really negative towards my own self. So having mm-hmm. other people kind of be neg- spread the more negativity to me kind of really like. My bad. It really affects me. Yeah. Right. So then you see how frustrating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just slamming um, the table. Yeah. 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 And then after, like, I kind of had to like cut this person off. Like, it wasn't even like that big deal. Like, it wasn't like. Oh, like, I'm not your friend anymore. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, like, man, like, this break. is how I feel, you know? Like, it's been like this, you know, for a while. Like, and obviously, I know people who go through their own shit. Like, everyone has, like, a bad day, but it's so constant that, like, I felt kind of like, oh, it's really bringing me down. And, yep. like, you know? And I didn't want to be fake to this person by continuing a friendship that I wasn't with. I right, guess. right, right. Like, um, yeah, so then I had to, like, let that person know, but then they took it really bad. And just pulled a, like, grade nine or, like, sub-post and whatever. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I was, like, crazy because I was on this whole, like, wave of, like, finding myself just kind of, like, you know, exploring my music, too, you know, this, like, kind of finding things that, like, I want to do with my life. So it was just really bad. It really brought me down. Right. There was so much, like, negative vibes. It's, like, just the energy was so off. And, I, yeah, I didn't reciprocate the same energy, but they still, I guess, that made them even more angry. Mm. So then people from my high school started, like, finding out about oh it. Oh, my goodness. Like that, yeah. Whole so, drama thing, eh? Yeah, it's kind of wow. ongoing still, but I'm kind of just doing my own thing. Yeah, so. yeah, of course. Sometimes yeah. you got to distance yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, take some time for yourself, I suppose. Um, hey, thank you. I mean, I don't know if sharing that made you feel any better because you're sharing it with people you've just met for the first time here. <laughs> yeah. But either way, thank you for, for sharing the soup oh, of the day. That's the first thing I thought of when you said that. Uh, okay, hey, listen, that's good. That's good, you know. Hope, thankfully, this uh, segment resonates with people. <laughs> A lot um, of people relate. That's right. <laughs> we have one more segment on the show, which is something that we like to end off with just because it's kind of fun. Um, this one's called 3P, uh, unofficially sponsored by Lil Wayne. Um Basically, we ask you three questions, all uh, asking you to name things off in sets of threes. Um, you can try and answer them as fast as you can, but if not, it's no worries at all. Um, and it's just a reason to try and get to know you a little bit better. Uh, so the first one, who are three artists that you haven't stopped listening to in the past month? Oh, Gus Stapperton. Nice. Mm, Tyler, the creator, for sure. Temperex. Nice. Temperex. Okay, great. Uh, this one's a tough one. So, if, yeah, we'll let you think about this one. Three people you can do impressions of. Oh, probably Noel and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man. Mm. Can you do an impression of Mike? I know. I <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Can you do an impression of your mom? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, hey, you don't have to do it yeah. if you don't feel comfortable. Uh, That's fine. I don't I'm really bad at impressions. Sorry, like, I can't. Hey, don't worry about it. Nivek is too, but he's going to do an impression for us right now anyways. I actually um, am quite skilled in impressions. I was a Jim Carrey of my high school and of McCown and Finch. So if you guys want to throw one at me, this is to the audience, to the people listening. This is not improvised, or this is improvised. This is not scripted. They're going to throw random names at me, and I'm going to do an on-the-spot <laughs> Impression. Now, either of you or anybody in the back, <laughs> go ahead, throw a name up. Um, Kevin Hart. Nice. I didn't cheat on her. That wasn't me. <laughs> that was him. 
It's so bad, man. It's the, one. It doesn't sound anything like him. Keep Anyways. going. Keep okay, going. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like a rapper, and you're just throwing words at me. So okay, for sure. Uh, Mike Myers. I love Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> Okay, second one. That was the second one. <laughs> Not that much better. Okay, last one. Um, uh, Dwayne Casey of the formerly of the Toronto Raptors. Basketball sucks. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> um, but for real, I think I could do Seinfeld. Oh, who, like Jerry? Jerry. Okay, go ahead, please. You know, you know, socks. Why, why do we wear socks? We have shoes. Why not just build, put the socks in the shoes? <laughs> that's uh, it's Jerry Seinfeld. That actually Seinfeld wasn't show. That actually wasn't so bad, man. I actually really think that was a good one. Oh, <laughs> that's oh amazing, God. man. That was a lot. Yeah, that clearly was high pressure, like on the spot. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A round like, of stand-up comedians don't even do this. Just so you guys know, like. No, I think they do. I think they, they don't do. even like Yeah, Jay Farrell's like built a career off of uh, doing exactly All what right, he whatever. just did. Uh, next question. Uh, this, this is actually the most important question we're going to ask today. So you can take your time with this. Hmm. Your three favorite places to eat in Malvern slash Scarborough. Sushi Legend. Sushi Legend. <laughs> um, the all-you-can-eat sushi wow, spots. Markham Station? I don't know. That... that just basic food. No, whatever. Um, 4C. It's like, what's the intersection? Victoria Park. Shout yeah. out the intersection real quick. Victoria yeah, Park and Lawrence. Victoria Park Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> it's like some real good, like, you think Popeye's is good? Yo, fuck that. Like, this Whoa. shit, like, chicken's great. It's okay. like, like uh, for like two piece chicken, like fries, it's like $3, $3 something. Damn. Yeah, it's like really good. Like, he, my friend Mike, he introduced <laughs> me to that spot. Okay, we're about yeah. to get them to sponsor the podcast yeah, real quick. Like really that sounds nice amazing. Family based business. Ooh. Still open right now? Yeah. It's still open right now. I'm thinking I might have to get dinner real quick. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, like, what is it? Um, 10 pieces for $12. $12? Oh my god! I think it's like wow. bare, like more money like Popeyes or whatever. And Popeyes is not really not that great compared to this place. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good to know, man. These are the facts that we uh, that we wanted. We've officially reached the end of this episode, but thank you so much for joining us today. This has been uh, so much fun uh, to not only learn more about you, but also just talk to you about your music and and the things that you kind of hope to do. Um, yeah, is there is there anything that that uh, you care to share before we uh, we end this episode? Mm, care to share? Oh, my name is Shanika, not Shanuka, not Shaniqua, not Shanika. That's right. People try to tell me how to say my name. It's Shanika. Shanika, perfect. <laughs> Some people read my name. It's Shanika. <laughs> it's being said here yeah. on the record. Listen to Shanika's project Infatuation on all streaming platforms. Listen to the song Tides uh, on all streaming platforms as well. Uh, I'm Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka the Thelma Hemingway, aka Mr. Day Girl with you, aka bash me outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, aka little poopy dirt, aka Dr. Do Too Little. As always, I'm with Navake. It's Navake, aka Navape, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Young Couch, aka Mr. Rompster Girl, say hello and then run away. And we got Shanika, we got Mike, we got Mirisha. It's episode 46, 45. <laughs> got ahead of myself there. 46. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you guys soon. Everyone say bye on three. One, two, three. Bye. bye.